in my bathroom and my basement. This is my worst holiday. My worst holiday. Chopper cover shrooms, party corpse, always deep with a gerbil bereavement. One, two, three, psychiatrist, ketamine, anyone? I've never pooped in an encyclopedia. Dad, 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 can we get a little kitty with a gay, 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 gay wrestling promoter? We rub his clip with our extra light bone. This is my worst holiday! My worst. This is my worst holiday! Hey everybody, today's episode is brought to you by us and every other fucking podcaster on the earth. If you got some money, give it to us, you fucking cheap bastards. All you gotta do is go to my worst holiday at patreon.com and give us some money. If you like somebody, if you like a podcast, it's the cheapest entertainment you're ever gonna get. A fucking episode, that's all we're asking. It helps out a little. Not that I don't love doing this, but give me your fucking money, okay? And with that being said, from a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this is my worst holiday, a podcast about your worst wedding, worst party, bachelor party, bachelorette party, or anything that's funny after the fact, we want to hear it. Talk about funny. I think that's funny, don't you think that's funny? I think it's funny. All right, and then we have a very special guest, Mr. Dan, the comedian funny man, Friedman. Hey. hey hello. Hello, America. Hello, StreamYard. What's up? What's <laughs> happening? My... My worst story. I don't have a lot of. I got some embarrassing stories. Fantastic. But, uh, but I also got some other kind of like cool shit. Like if you want to know a little bit about me. Well, uh, absolutely. That, that's I'm, where we start out. We want to know everything oh, okay. about you. You get the floor. You got the platform. Tell us about us. What you have coming up. What you have done. What you where we can find your your other stuff. Whatever, man. That if, right. if if they can send you money, you cheap fuckers. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, tell us all about you. I'm working on that part. Um, well, my name is Dan Freeman. I'm originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. I lived in L.A. for 15 years. I've had a lot of interesting jobs. I've been go Bengals, go Joey Burr, Joe Burr. Um, I, shout out to Joe Burr. Maybe he'll watch. Hey, Bengals fan. I can't make jokes about the Bengals anymore. But anyway, um, yeah, there went like five minutes of my act. I've been doing stand-up for like 30 years. Uh, you recently had on Phil Perrier, my buddy, who uh, we did the movie One Nighters together. Um, it's free. It's on YouTube. You can look it up. One Nighters, two words. Um, worked on 30 AAA titles and video games. I'm, I'm a gamer. That's that Xbox headset. Uh, I've worked on movie sets. I've worked in productions. I got got a lot of interesting stories. So, um, I mean. A couple of little known facts about me. I've been to six Super Bowls. Oh, uh, yeah, I've been to six. And I saw Prince play at the halftime show. Oh, I, no that way. Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was that when the Bears won the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yes. Bears. And they yeah. lost. I, I actually rooted against Peyton Manning, which I learned after that to never do. Um, <laughs> so the only football game I ever went to. Big, I, big, big horseshoe over here, buddy. Big okay. Well, yeah, you guys. You guys. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that was a great game. It's the only football game I ever went to. I went to a lot of Bengals games as kids, as a kid, with my dad, and uh, it's the only football game I ever went to where it rained for all four quarters. Oh, really? Consistently rained for four fucking quarters. Water was shooting out of my shoes. It was, I mean, like, and here's another ironic twist to all of that. In addition to the six Super Bowls, two of them have been in Detroit, two have been in Miami, one was in San Diego, one was in Atlanta. 
So of the six, uh, what a uh, four, four whatever. I'm trying to do math right now. What's that fraction? Like a third of them are in two cities, just two, oh, yeah. two different cities. Yeah. So, and I, uh, interestingly enough, I was lucky enough to work. I've worked in production. I've worked in some movies. So I've worked with Joe Pesci on a film. I got kind of a cool Joe Pesci story. And oh, uh, I worked with uh, Paul Sorvino on a film. Do I look funny and, to you? Yeah. Well, do I look I, funny to you? Do I look like a fucking clown? Um, um, so uh, I actually worked on a film with Paul Sorvino who recently passed away. Yeah. Um, so in kind of a weird sense, I've worked with you know, 50% of the good fellows. You got that kind of a good fellows mobster kind of, you got the dark hair, you got the, the kind of Italian. I've heard that all it. my life. Um, yeah. I, uh, it's say, funny you mention that because I do, say, I do uh, more. Say, say, say gabagoo for me. Oh, gabagoo, Mike. <laughs> I, uh, I do murder mystery dinner theater also. And a, one of our, one of our scripts is a death of a gangster. And I, I quite often play a gangster. You know, I know things. I know people that can get stuff. You know. <laughs> right, right, right. A murder occurs five minutes later. I'm like, I got the pictures, you know, cause I know. About <laughs> so, and I get to talk like this for a little while too with an AE show. It's a lot of fun. But, um, so yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I mean, I got some road comedy horror stories and stuff. Um, but, uh, for the most part, I got, uh, like meeting Pesci was cool, man. I was, uh, I was in college. I was studying broadcasting, which was probably the closest thing you could get to film. Yeah. It was called, it was called electronic media. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. So yeah, fancy. Right. So, um, I managed to get on as a working in the locations department on a film called The Public Eye. It's like a gangster film. It's not really a gangster film. It's a film based on a paparazzi photographer. Uh, I guess you call him paparazzi in the, I guess the 30s and the 40s named Ouija. It's like a fictional character. And Pesci was the lead in it. And they shot it here in Cincinnati. And first entire summer, I well, I got paid a little bit, but I volunteered my time for the experience to work in the locations department and be on a movie set. Mm-hmm. so because i've always wanted to make movies so that's why one nighters is kind of like really happy that it's finally done well, yeah, um, it, it took fantastic. a while i really i really enjoyed it you know it's i'm gonna so i'm good. gonna i'm gonna touch on that in a minute um so long story short i'm sleeping on a prop truck one night and i had met joe pesci a couple times like on the set you know just doing my job and he bullshit with me he played golf he'd be like hey where's a good place to go play golf in this fucking town you know stuff like that so <laughs> true story so i'm sleeping on a on a props truck and my legs are like that was worse than my camera my legs are like hanging like this yeah, and he kind of caught he caught me catnapping walking back from the set and he starts pulling me off the truck a little bit this is before cell phones and stuff i would have loved to have gotten this on a cell phone and he caught me he, i kind of jumped up and he looked at me and goes i got you sleeping you little fuck yeah <laughs> and it was the greatest feeling in the world. Can you believe it? Joe Pesci? Just, please just call me a fuck just once, just once. Oh, it was great. It was absolutely awesome. You can die now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In the days of cell phone, in today's day, and age, like, Joe yeah, Pesci, just, fucking gun. Yeah. Just take us. Just take us off. Here he is. Just a quick thirty seconds, please. So yeah, that was. Um, that was a pretty fun story. That was a pretty cool night. Not really embarrassing, but no, no, that's a great story though. That's good God, you know, like anytime. But you're one, one night is just kind of like it was. Like if, I, if this it, was over and then you would have said, "Oh, I should have talked about when I met Joe Pesci." What? Fuck yeah, that! Well, well, it's, 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 it's a good. It's a good intro into to making our film that took forever and a day to make, but we got it out there, and that was always the goal. So. 
we never, um, you know, like I, I never expected to make any money off of it. The fact that we had Tim Wilson in it and we had Leno and Judy Tenuta yeah. and Billy Gardell when he was right before he really blew up. Like, here's what's interesting about it. Even though it was shot before, like, social media existed. Right. Okay? Like, MySpace was in its infancy, if at best. There was no YouTube. There was none of this shit at all. Right, right. Which is, I mean, just to think, in that short a time, uh, like, we've come this far technologically. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I'm still mind-blown that I'm talking to people like you. Like, right. Yeah, in, a weird sort of way, in a weird sort of way, if we don't have anybody asking questions... I'm going to feel like this is going to end with one of us asking for a dick pic and sending somebody an all <laughs> fans link. So, you know, Done. so, You're so, on. so, Fuck um, <laughs> so I didn't the know reason, he's a weird fucker like that, Dan. Oh, I'm just silly, man. I'm being silly. <laughs> me dick the, hates you, dick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the way me and Phil came up with the idea was we were doing some shows together and yeah. people would come at the time. Seinfeld had a documentary out about being a comic. Yeah. And people would come up to us after the shows at these fucking bar gigs, which is no big deal. It's a bar gig. It's a your comic. This is what you do. And they'd come up, they'd be like, hey, man, I saw that Seinfeld thing. I bet being on the road's great. And we're like, yeah, if you're Jerry fucking Seinfeld, I mean, he's flying <laughs> first class. He's staying in the best hotel. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, anything bad about that, but boy, our world is quite fucking different right. not to say you that didn't he didn't do in the 90s that was a fucking hit you know but that... here's the cool thing and what the movie also kind of shows is that with guys like leno and tim wilson we've all lived that life mm -hmm. no matter where we are on the food chain so to speak carrie Carabas you know? has a great seinfeld story she's fucking great too i don't know if you know carrie no no no, okay. I don't. I don't. I don't watch a lot. Of, I'm really weird. I don't watch a lot. Of, I don't. Well, keep no, up she's with a, shit, she's man. a I'm not that comedian. Happy. I didn't know if you guys had met. But. No, no, no. Um, so, I mean, like, long story short, the, the whole idea was if somebody wanted to be a comic, hopefully somebody says, "Hey, go watch this film," right. because the thing that's cool is even though none of this shit existed, there was no social media, there was none of that stuff. The one thing that doesn't change is life on the road. Mm -hmm. technology there's no more like you know i go out with a young guy you know and maybe the gps ain't taking us to the right spot and well hey i'm gonna pull in this truck stop and go grab a map he's like you know you can read a map you're like you be <laughs> like i'm magellan or you know i'm steering us by the stars and shit so it's like because i'm the old guy to a lot of people so it's like it's wild to think that yeah. as We're much as technology has changed know? our There's lives life on the road doesn't change yeah I don't know how to say that. And it's the same whether you're Jay Leno or me or Phil or, you know, Jerry Seinfeld. You know, we've all done what you're watching, every, every yeah. one of them. So that's kind of was our point, I guess, when we was kind of the thesis, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I think and, it shows that. And I, and I brought this up to uh, Phil, uh, how, how uh, excited I was when I seen that little Timmy Wilson was in it. Dude, I worked with Tim. I love what I loved about Tim was he was so full of road wisdom. Yeah. Just like you could learn so much. I mean, even like when you watch the film, I mean, I could remember being on the road and he would just have story after story after story. Like, you know, Hey man, let me tell you something, you know, and, and he would, <laughs> yeah. Every, like it, yeah. right. And you would just be like, you would be mesmerized. I mean, he was such a great storyteller and right. uh, just a wonderful all around, really nice guy. At the first um, Baptist bar in Grill. <laughs> and um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could say a lot of the general themes that we wanted to convey in general lifestyle, I guess, if you will, if I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, he, he did a very good job of describing it. And we hope we showed it, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a ride. I'll say that. It, it was a ride to make I, I it. I'll tell you uh, that. I, I encourage anybody out there watching. Um, you can find it on YouTube. It's called One Nighters, and it's a uh, uh, Phil Perrier and Dan Friedman, and uh, they, they, and they interview like these great comedians, Joey, Jody Tenuta, Timmy Wilson, Jay Leno. I mean, it's like there, there's great, uh, just such an all-star cast of people on there, and along with like he's talking about like that 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 on the actual on the road feeling, like not just like at the show doing the show no this is in the car driving hundreds of miles i mean it was crazy man it was like fucking nuts you got three guys in a car one of them's got a camera and by what today's standards would be an arcade gps but for the time it was like oh we're at 62 longitude like none of that shit makes sense to me i'm like i'm in wyoming you know i don't know where the fuck i am and it was just like, like, it was just crazy to think that we packed all that shit in there and we made that happen without the technology that we have today. I mean, hell, he could have carried an iPad today, but then right. it was like, oh, yeah. this camera oh, yeah. and that camera. It would have been twice as good. I mean, well, I'm just, it was crazy. Like, and then you were talking with Phil a little bit about this, which reminded me of some stories. My biggest pet peeve. I always prided myself on being a good MC. Always learn the fucking comics names. Like I've written down intros for people and they've read it completely wrong. Like I literally wrote down one time. Uh, he works clubs. In, I wrote it down for the guy. This is some radio guy. I'll, I'll never forget. I don't even remember where it was. I wrote down. He does clubs and colleges all over the country. He's open for Bobcat Goldthwait. And I spelled it out. I printed it. Yeah. Tommy Chong. Mitch Hedberg. Please welcome Dan Friedman. Very easy. And yeah. this is what the guy, he's worked clubs and colleges all over. Uh, he's open for Bobcat Goldwith. <laughs> um, Tommy Ching, apparently. <laughs> really, really, bro? Like, Tommy Ching, really? Really, Tommy dude. Ching. Really, really? And Mitch Heidelberg. Oh, okay, thanks. Now, now <laughs> I look great. like a comedy schmuck. Please come to the stage. Dan Freeberg. I'm related to Dan Freeberg. <laughs> Woo, True story. Freeberg. And what's funny is I said to him, I go, you know, Stan Freeberg was a comedy writer in the 60s. And he goes, he had no fucking idea. Like, it went like, meow. And I was like, wow. Dan Freeberg. I've been Dan Feldman. That's a yeah. good one. Um, yeah. I've yet to be Dan Fogelberg. I'm hoping for that. <laughs> it was very close, though. It was very close. And I'm, I'm going to need to learn a Dan Fogelberg, like, know something that he does. I was talking somebody... to one guy, and he had to introduce uh, Kostaki Economopoulos. <laughs> Hold on there, you bro. I, I've got a frozen screen here. There we go. I there think I go. lagged out a little bit. So anyway, I had one guy, and he had to introduce uh, Kostaki Kononopoulos. <laughs> the man of many consonants. Yeah. <laughs> how was, uh, how was uh, Mitch Hedberg? Mitch was a really cool dude. Um, I have a cool I Mitch Hedberg Mitch. story. Um, I was doing two, one of the... Two greatest compliments I ever got. One was from Mitch Hedberg um, that made me feel like, okay, I can write stand-up. And then the other one was from Bobcat. Um, I had opened for Bobcat three. Just fucking genius. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I had opened for him three times. The first time, I didn't even realize he watched the show. The second time, he walked up to me and he goes, I like the new stuff. I was like, holy shit, you watch the show? Really? <laughs> and then the third time, he was like, hey, I like what you add. Like, he really, like, watches 
everybody who goes up before him, whether you know it or not. It's it was wild. And then Mitch, I have a joke about putting your hand on a page and making a turkey. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's in the film or not. It's a fun joke. I've been telling it a long time. Um, and uh, I did that joke with Mitch, and Mitch had a joke like a hand on the page making a turkey joke. And he goes, hey, man, I thought I was the only person who had one of those. And I was like, one of those kind of jokes. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even know you had one. If you don't want me to do it, I won't. He says, no, let's let's each do our hand turkey joke and see which one does better each night. Like, okay. <laughs> and we got about the same response. It was fun. And then after the show one night, we were working in Columbus. I, I couldn't tell you the name of the bar. Um, but at the time, I lived in Cincinnati and would drive back. I was driving back and forth to do the shows. And he says to me, you've got a car up here. I go, yeah. He goes, you want to go see Hank Williams Jr.? And I was like, what? And he goes, there's this little honky-tonk bar here in Columbus, and he's going to be there tonight. I'll pay for you to get in, and we'll hang out, and drink some beers, and go go see, um, I want to say Waylon Jennings. I said it, it was uh, Hank, Hank, William, Hank Williams Jr. And I was like, uh, okay. So we drive to this little dusty-ass bar. It's in Columbus, and it's a, I think it's a famous, like, blues country bar in mm. some respects. I'm not a big blues country guy. And uh, sure enough, we went in and sat, like, you know, at a table, and he'd play some songs and tell some stories. And I sat, and Mitch and I talked about comedy. It was fucking wild. Nothing oh horror God. about that. It was just wild. Like, you yeah, know, you, know was... you wouldn't look at Mitch Hedberg and go, yeah, I think he's a... <laughs> He's a Hank Jr. fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Neither would I. Neither would I. But I mean, when you're on the road, you're stuck in a hotel all the time, you know. Right. Um, you know, the one thing that I guess the one-nighters doesn't kind of demonstrate is when you have to go somewhere you don't have transportation. Yeah. But that's you know that's a rare. I don't say rare, but like ninety ninety percent or more ninety percent at least are driving around and telling jokes. Not a not not a lot of people flying. You know, so, so where are you guys out of? I got some questions for y'all. Were you all out of oh, again? Well, are... I come from a little town called Cuba. Cuba, Missouri? No, nope, Illinois. Oh, really? Okay. Because there's a Cuba, we Missouri, the Missouri too. one. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> we wish we were the Missouri one. Uh, y'all have like little gang fights? Nope. It was population sixteen hundred when I left, and now it's about a population thousand. So really, yeah, wow. it's one of those really expanding bergs. I drove to a town called Thor, Iowa, one time. It's pretty fucking small. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's there's small. lots of those towns in our area. Well, we live in yeah. uh, LaSalle, Peru. It's just south of Chicago. LaSalle. It sounds to me like you've been living a dual life in South America and just saying it's in fucking Illinois, man, because I'm not that good at geography. I don't even know if all these towns are real. Well, some people think Chicago's its own state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Chicago's, I don't like driving through there. No, it's driving not. Driving through there is fucking taking your life in your own hands, man. You guys, that's kind of like that, Atlanta. Nothing. Boston is the worst fucking place to drive. Uh, Atlanta. I've never been up there. But I, Atlanta wasn't bad when I would go through there. But Chicago, the thing that always pissed me off about Chicago like, yeah, stop every like so often and like throw them 50 cents. Like, yeah, just, yeah. Charge, just charge me like an eight dollar cover and let me get on my fucking way, man. I, I'm losing <laughs> time every time I gotta do this. Like, you know, just like, hey, are you driving to Yeah, eight bucks. All right, cool. Does this cover all of Illinois? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess my one road horror story, I, I got a one kind of road horror, it's kind of funny. Um, 
Uh, I did shit in my pants once on my radio okay? show, which uh, involved a lot of alcohol and white castles. That 30th person now that Probably, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, that was this, this was this was this was a uh, holiday. I had had way too Nobody many surveys the night before. <laughs> What's that? Nobody ever says accidentally came myself. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll say that. Is that why they call him Third Arm? Um, <laughs> the, uh, I'm driving to go it's do a show. Way. It's from Cincinnati to Dayton, which is like 40 minutes. Yeah. And the night before, I'd been out drinking, and I had a bunch of White Castles and way too many. <laughs> I was in my 20s, yeah. you know what I mean? All right. Stupid. They do the same, same thing to me. Yeah, I was I was enjoying myself that night, and I think I got a fart on the way up, and it wasn't a fart. No. So I stop at a rest stop, throw my underwear away, clean myself up as best I can. And you know when you... Okay, I, I feel like Seinfeld. You know how when you shit in your pants, you know when you crap your pants, <laughs> you know you're like this. You is the smell still you're... there? Is the smells can get it? Oh fuck! I can still kind of smell something. This isn't good. So I spend the entire night avoiding people. All right, I like do my time on stage. Get the fuck off! I'm hanging out by the dumpster, smoking cigarettes. You know what I mean? Just right. staying away from people. So a lot of times when you do shows, like I don't like to eat before I get up. So I'll. You know, ask the cook, hey, you know, can I get something? Can you make me something when I come down that I can eat dinner? And I was in back eating my dinner in the, in the way back of the kitchen, like trying to be the fuck away from everybody. And a server walks by and they had just taken some bad food out of the fridge behind me. Thank God. And she walks by me and she's like, do you smell something? And I was like, well, they just took some food out of the fridge that's rotten. And she goes, no, it smells like somebody shit their pants. Back <laughs> I couldn't wait to go home. <laughs> I was in that uh, when I was in high school. I was in my. I kitchen. thought I'd made it. <laughs> no. When I, was, uh, when I was in high school, I was in my kitchen. My parents went out. They hardly ever go out. And my mom, she was all sorts of tanked. And she's doing one. She comes in and she's got her head on the counter and she's going, Matt. If I can teach you one thing in life, it's or tell you one thing in life, it's to never trust a fart. And I'm like, <laughs> and then she goes silent, and then she goes, "I gotta go." <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Mine was one of those ones where you're driving, and you know, I drive a stick, so you know, how you kind of like lift your leg up, yeah, like, just in case. Just in case. And, well, that was one time where just in case. Now we know why we do. <laughs> Didn't that. quite get it. Yeah, it was. Uh, you drive a stick shift. Sure, you shit your pants, but at least you can drive the stick shift. Now, I wish this had made it in the movie. <laughs> if you're, and this would have been just a good rule. I tell a lot of comics this. If you're like, hey, you ever been on the road a lot? If they start going on the road. If you ever got to take a shit, I hate shitting in public. I don't know about everybody else, but me, I'm not. I'm, like, if, I, like if I'm at the grocery store and I'm like, I need a bath, I don't feel good. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. bad. And, uh, I always tell comics if you're ever on the road and you got to take crap, the two best places to stop are hotels because hotels like to keep their bathrooms clean. They want you right. to stay there. Right. Okay. And you ready for this shit? Casinos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. little, little road tip from Dan, little, little, little one nighter yeah. 2.0 and shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a note of that. Casinos. Yeah. And what was the other place? Hotels. I always make a point to shit in a casino, too. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I put like 25 cents in a slot. I don't want to be a dick, but it would literally be take me, it would take me like a half hour to get through fucking security because I'm 35 and they card me still. So they yeah. have to check your ID and scan it. <laughs> Look up the camera, smile, take a picture. I'm like, I just got a shit. <laughs> I get carded for cigarettes if you can believe that shit. My luck Listen is, to uh, my voice. You should not guard I, me based on my voice alone. I, I like when I walk in and go, I'd like a pack of Camel Blue 99s. There should be no fucking question that I am over the age of 18 and have been smoking for a long time. Give me a pack of Doral 100s unfiltered. <laughs> right, right. Well, I used to smoke Lucky Strikes when I thought Don Johnson was cool. That's, that's one bad habit I have is that I smoke, but uh, could be worse. I yeah. I moved to the. I, I just thought of a funny. I just thought of a skit, a funny skit, like a guy like has to shit, so he goes in the casino and, like you said, like throws a quarter in to, fuck it, you know, just to, you know, and he wins. Yeah. And now and he's still got to shit. Said, then you got to wait. And, 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 exactly. and it's a hand payout. It's a hand payout where you got to wait for the girl to come over, like, hey, we need you to fill out some tax forms. Yeah. Oh, like, when's really? like, when's big? Like, when's big? $10,000. You know, like, oh, God. That, that's I, when you learn about what's called the tipping culture. That's when you go, hey, can you stay by this machine and I will tip you $100 so yeah. I don't shit in my pants and you guys are going to be here longer? You know. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm not a huge gambler, but I mean, I got we had some fun at the casinos. Uh, when we did one nighters, we worked a couple of casinos. It was cool. I won a jackpot one night. I yeah. did. I won. Yeah, I won like a, I think a grand. Oh, nice like dollars. I was just playing the fucking thing one at a time. I just won something to do and. Right. Put a quarter in. Put a quarter. Right. Put a quarter in. No, no, it was dollar spin. It was dollar spin. I said I'm gonna put twenty bucks in. as twenty spins. We'll see what happens. And then when I won my twenty, I was winning like a dollar here, two dollars there, and then I, this was so back when they would spit your, uh, coins out. Where's your favorite place to perform? Throughout the years? Yeah, I'd say yeah. Mm, man, that's tough, dude. Nobody's ever asked me that. Where um, was your Where was your worst place to per perform on the other side? Worst place I ever performed? I did a one nighter in Altoona, Pennsylvania. All right. And the, it's like this kind of biker bar. It's a nice gig, but it's kind of biker. It's a rough bar. And I'm yeah. 22, 23, smart-ass college kid coming in here with my a couple of dick jokes and some shit that might make you think. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I get up there. This is kind of funny. And the guy goes, the guy who's starting the show off, he's not a comic. I'm the opening act. I'm doing 30 minutes. He goes, well, your headliner next week is a Jew. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. And I'm a Jew, and I'm like, I gotta fucking go up? Are you kidding? The headliner looks at me, and he's like, you have fun with that. And I was like, fuck me, man. What do you, how do you follow that? You know what I'm saying? Because I have jokes about, I have Jewish jokes, I do. And, um... <laughs> at least he wasn't introducing you in Idaho. Yeah, well, Idaho's, I know what you mean, but it's, the gigs there were actually kind of nice. Um, I said kinda. Um... Kinda. But uh, no, I'm not shitting on Idaho. It was it, I, we had fun. At, I, we found a really okay. good crazy spoon okay, in one of the towns of Idaho. Yeah, it's the largest. Was it neo Nazis? No, white. Yeah, neo Nazis or some shit. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't. Yeah. I, I I miss the meetings. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, um, what was I getting at? Oh, uh, I get up. He brings me up, and I literally open my show with, 
hey, folks, I understand your headliner next week is a Jew, but this week your opening act is a Jew, so buckle up, we're going for a fucking ride. And they went nuts. <laughs> and then I had them the rest of the night. I was so scared. Right. Of them. I was like, I really got to follow that? Holy shit. Like, <laughs> Jew. Yeah. And I was like 20. I mean, I wasn't unwise to the world. I was well traveled as a kid and stuff, but I mean, <laughs> like, I'd never been brought up that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like holy shit. Um, had a bad date one time where I got a, couldn't wait to get a date. This was back in high school. High school or college, maybe. Couldn't wait to go on a date with this girl. I finally got up to the ran scratch. She said, yes, got a flat tire and a thunderstorm that I had to change a tire oh. in the rain. I get in the car. I'm soaking wet. She goes, you know what? Let's not go out tonight. I just want to go home. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> that was that was the first and last date. Things, yeah, things guys do to get pussy. Yeah. It wasn't even at, at that point. I was just hungry and wanted to fucking eat. I was like, really? Like, <laughs> do I really okay. have to? Can I go get something to eat first, and you can fuck off? But can you yeah, wait till I get something to drive off right after that? But I'm gonna get a burger. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, I'm gonna stop at the gas station, grab a jerky and a Mountain Dew. All right. <laughs> well, I'm hungry too. Well, you want to go home, so I'm in a hurry. So yeah, you I mean, me to buy you dinner before you tell me to go fuck myself. I got a really kind of weird. I got a weird, embarrassing sports story for you. As a kid, when I was a kid, my dad and I would go to the Reds games. You'd go in three hours early and watch batting practice. So I'd go, and we'd take baseballs, right? You have cards, and I was – we're talking I was a little kid, like, I don't know, eight all the way through, like, probably up till college. Okay. And you go – the secret was you got to go down and you got to say to the ball players, you got to call Mr. Hey, yeah. Mr. Bench, Mr. Johnny Bench, not Johnny. You don't know the motherfucker. Don't call him Johnny. My dad told him, taught me this. Don't call him Johnny. Call him Mr. And they'll yeah. sign it. So I badger these guys. I had Dave, Dave Kingman told me to go fuck myself as a kid. That was kind of cool. <laughs> Jack Clark told me to fuck off. And then when, then he gave me the ball he was practicing with. That was bothering. I was following him all over the stadium. It's like, Mr. Clark, Mr. Clark, let me get that ball. Let me get that ball. Finally, he gives me the ball. And I said, hey, Mr. Clark. And he goes, oh, my God, what? I go, I threw a pen down. I go, can you sign the ball for me? And he signed it for me. Oh, nice. <laughs> but there was a game where, do you know who Walter Alston is? I don't know. Okay, Walter Alston was a famous manager for the Dodgers, like in Brooklyn and when they went to L.A. or okay. back in, like, the 60s. Yeah, no. Maybe even the 40s. Famous manager for the Dodgers, to say the least. Or well-known if you know baseball lore and stuff. So we're at a Reds game, and my dad sees who he thinks is Walter Alston, and he's like, go get Walter Alston's autograph. I'm like, where is this guy at? And he's like, he's like, he's over there in like the fourth row behind the other team dugout. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I go over, walk all the way over there. I got a baseball, got a pen. And I walk up to this guy, and I go, excuse me, Mr. Alston, would you mind signing my baseball? My dad is a very big fan, and, you know, I know I'm little, but I know who you are. And the guy looks at me, and he goes, Hey, I'll sign your ball, kid, but I ain't Walter fucking Alston. He's about four <laughs> rows over that way. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> so then, then, then my dad sees me walk away. In the days of cell phones now, he probably would have called me like, where the hell are you going? But right. I went back to see it. I go, that's not him. He goes, well, where is he? He goes, the guy said he's down there. And he goes, why didn't he walk down there? I go, he could have been wrong, too. <laughs> Fucked with twice wow. by two different people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be on a goose chase. I think it did end up being him. I don't remember. We did end up with his autograph, so I know I got it that night, but 
<laughs> I got Bernie Max autograph at uh, Wrigley Field one time. He was throwing the opening pitch right into that. Wow. Yeah. We tracked. It was like yeah, our, Mr. Baseball. Yeah, our, our eighth grade class trip. And we or Mr. There. 100. Was Mr. that it? Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Something like that. But uh, literally, like, I'm like, Mr. Mac, Mr. I did the same thing. Mr. Mac, Mr. Mac, can I get you on here? I literally, these bodyguards came up and, like, grabbed me and, and like, hey, come on, let us go. <laughs> How are you? Like, fucking eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy's 13. You're going to out by the yeah. fucking security. You didn't even have path then. Everybody. But he's like, oh, I, I, I'll sign your ball, Shorty. And, yeah, still got it. I live by, I think everybody should get on stage at least once in their life and try and make a room full of strangers laugh just to see how hard it is. It is and fun. I think the other thing everybody should do is be thrown out of a sporting event or some sort of entertainment venue at least once in their life. I had that happen one time to me in college. No, no, not bars. Like a, like a football game or a baseball game or some shit like that. I got booted out of a... Hold your field with cigarettes. Is that right? Really? Two strikes. Two strikes. So, yeah, I would be kicked back. the fuck out. In fact, I'm going to have one. Thanks for reminding me. I maintain the <laughs> gravelly voice. <laughs> oh, Silver Field's a fucking hole. Yeah, I've never been there. I just heard. I hate that. I went, to a, I went to a Bengals-Bears game when I was a kid, and people threw shit at me. I was like 14 years old. People, and Nicky Woods was on the running back for the Bengals, and they didn't do well that day. And all day long, these pricks behind me are, Icky didn't do Dicky. Icky didn't do Dicky. I had to listen for that shit for four fucking quarters, man. Four <laughs> quarters. It's a, it's a terrible Bears, place. It, yeah, they're, I'm they're a Bears awful. fan, and we're all cocksuckers. I mean, they're, not, really as bad, they're not as bad as yeah. Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia is the fucking worst. But it was in it was in the old Soldier Field, though, not the new one. Okay. Yeah. When you, the, I don't know if there entrance. is. When you go through the main entrance of Soldier Field, doesn't matter who they're playing that day, they chant "fuck the Packers." Really? <laughs> doesn't cool. matter if, if they're playing the fucking Patriots. That's they're cool. Going, Fuck the Packers. Fuck the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> cool. See now, everybody in the Bengals division hates the Steelers. So we used to hate the Browns. It used to be the Browns versus the Bengals, but I don't know. Somewhere along the line, the Steelers fucked up, and they incurred the wrath of everybody in the AFC Central. Mm. So. I don't know what happened there. The I'll Bengals. tell you what was cool. Here's something interesting. What's cool about going to six Super Bowls, talking about football. I went to my first Super Bowl in 1982. Okay. Okay. And I went to my last one around 2005, 2006. Okay. And in that amount of time, I went from watching, going to, like when I first went to the Super Bowl, literally, I drove to Detroit with my dad. When a buddy of his that that he did business with, we got a hotel room on a Saturday night, went to the game on Sunday, drove home Monday morning. That was it. And now when you go, it's like, you got to come do the NFL experience. You got to come see the fucking trade show. There's all this shit to do. Like, they didn't yeah. have any of that yeah. stuff. It was just another football game. I oh, mean, they no, still no, famous people yeah. at halftime, but, you know, like, it was wild. And it's wild. I've wanted to maybe write a book about it, like, because I've seen it totally transform from – like a fan's point of view, like yeah. it was nuts. There were no like eighty, you know, hundred twenty-five dollar jerseys. It wasn't any of that shit. No, huh? well, none of it. You were lucky. You got a program. You got a chili dog, and you watched the football. <laughs> you know, I mean, not to say that, that by the time I went and saw Prince, I didn't appreciate where it had gone. Okay. John Cougar got his first chili dog. Was it? No, I was behind the hot dog stand. No, what was it? <laughs> I'm and, close and enough to the end, I should know. Neither. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, what was, uh, 
there was another um that was the nightmare Super Bowl, I guess, was the Miami where it rained. I don't oh yeah, we got my dad got pickpocketed in Atlanta. That was fucked up. What's that? We got pickpocket my dad got pickpocketed in Atlanta at a Super Bowl. Oh no shit. On the Marta, yeah. Yeah. It was fucking That's crazy, nice. man. Crazy. The way it went down was kind of nuts. Like, cause it's so crowded. Like everybody's trying to get to the game, your asses to elbows. And the way these they work in teams, it's usually like four or five people. And what they do is they get everybody bumping into one another mm-hmm. and shoving. And when they do that, they reach in your pocket and you wouldn't even fucking know. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I mean, like it was nuts. Like I remember we got off, my dad's like, my money's gone. I'm like, what? Oh, he's like, I think I got pickpocketed. I'm like, really? And we're about to go to the Super Bowl? You got to be fucking kidding me. Like, well, uh, you know, I mean. A little chili dunk yeah, for you yeah, this time. Yeah. Well, this was, <laughs> but you got to remember, it, it wasn't like it was today. They didn't really take credit cards yet at fucking right. stadiums. Or that shit was just starting. You right. know what I mean? Like, no, was this was in, this was in like, early 90s. So, not. They didn't have Not that fucking uh, stick the card in it, slack it, slack it back and forth. And tap it and shit, that yeah, tap that stuff. Fucking you can use your fucking, if you forget your wallet at home, no problem. I got, I got my, my fucking phone. cell phone. Here you go. Ta-ging. Uh-oh. My battery has 10% remaining, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take this down to the basement. I'll join you in a debate. I live in my mother's basement. It's cool. We're cool with it. Um, <laughs> some people want to give you shit for stuff like that. And I'm like, sounds like it bothers hey, you more than it bothers us. Says I'm cool. Well, I always, I always say, like, she's a vegan. So when I first came back to Ohio, she didn't, she's like, you can't bring any meat in the house. And I'm like, you fucking kidding me? I'm bringing my weed in the house. I'm bringing my meat in the house. I'm, I'm the antithesis of. Can I eat pussy in the house, girl? <laughs> No, 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 <laughs> no, on the Uzi pay. no, we're good, we're good, bring you down to my, what I call, let me see if I, I don't know how the lighting is down here, well, I gotta grab my phone, I don't know what the fuck I do, I'll be right here, ah, cool, no, they're not, well, there we go, play, play there me we off, go. Johnny, play me off, I, yeah, I, got, kind of, I had a uh, picture of uh, me and Eric Steinbeck and Aaron Shea. Um, we were at they I was at Kid Rock concert. My, my buddy's actually cousins with, with Eric Steinbeck. And uh, we went back to a bar and uh, he goes, hey, can you chug beer? And I go, yeah, I can. And he goes, 100 bucks on the table right now. I'm like. All right, like, well, if you if you win, we'll give you a hundred bucks. You just have to buy us a beer if we win. I'm like, all right, bet. So, lined them up, chugged them down. I fucking killed both of them. NFL fucking linemen. Holy shit! I was like 21. Yeah, you really Where's the drunkest you've ever gotten? Like Where's the drunkest I ever got? Like what city? Yeah. Like oh what city? man. Um. Either. It's a tie between Saint Louis and Mardi Gras. Everybody's like, "Is he being bombed?" Yeah, <laughs> shit's all bounced around. Mardi Gras, or man, I went to a festival in Chicago one time. I got really fucked up and I puked in an Uber. That oh, would really? probably be, yeah. Saint Louis, Mardi Gras. Actually, I was I was throwing up like in the street. Ooh, is- New Orleans, Louisiana. I used to sell cookware. Got had this thing on. Bourbon Street, they have this big pickle jar, pickle barrel, 
and it's called a hurricane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had four. I was thinking I'm already ground St. Louis too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know what? You know what? Comfort for a year. Yeah, yeah. Did the room spin? And I say spin. I don't mean like did your room spin. I mean, did it spin like a motherfucker? No, I'm. Is that my room? Was like. I'm sitting there in the bar and my eyes are shut and my friends are still talking to me. And I'm just like, all right, if I open my eyes, I'm going to fucking vomit on everybody. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I got so sick that day. It was unbelievable. I, I remember I got so drunk. I spent all my money. I had no money for a cab to get, I was staying by Lake Pontchartrain. This was the year before Katrina. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was staying there and, uh, I remember I had like 20 bucks and it was like probably like a $40, $50 cab ride. I was so fucked up. I was just spending money left and right. And finally, the guy, I go, hey, man, you know, how much is a cab? He goes, where are you going? I said, I'm going to Lake Pontchartrain. He's like, yeah, that's too far. And I just start staggering fucking down the street like, all right, am I going to have to figure out how to walk home from here? And he comes running up. He goes, all right, how much you got? I go, 20 bucks. So I'll take you. I don't remember the drive. This guy could have fucking... I don't know, made <laughs> fake IDs with me. You know what I mean? Like, I, re- I remember getting out, throwing up, getting out of his cab, going up to the room, and then the room just literally spinning like an out of control airplane with no pilot. Like, yeah. I, I had to sell, I was a pitch man, so I had to sell grills. I sold, it was a cool, like, little stovetop grill. And so I got to do a pitch all day long. People walk by, like, hey, have you seen my grill? They come on in. I give them a couple bites of chicken. They give me money. It's a nice exchange. Yeah. And uh, I give them a grill too. They buy a couple grills, and um, not just the chicken. It'd be real expensive chicken for a bite. Right. Um, and I remember I showed up to work next day. My boss was like, "He's like, hey, uh, have you been drinking this morning?" And I'm like, "No." He's like, "It's coming out of you." It's morning. And then yeah, and then I just and then I just went and like threw up a couple times. Took a nap in the car, and eventually I was all right, but. That's probably the drug is But you asked me earlier about my favorite place to perform. There's a couple. Um, one would be my home club of Go Bananas here in Cincinnati. Uh, one of the reasons is it's um, it's still set. We remodeled it actually. When COVID hit, we got it. We got, I work up there uh, also. Uh, you know, I help out around the club. I help take care of the property that's on that kind of thing. And um, great, I'll come when, over for an open night. Well, when when COVID hit. We just decided, hey, let's remodel the place. Everything's got to be closed. We don't know when we're going to open again. So we remodeled the whole club over the course of a year. So it's it's basically a brand new club again. And but it's still the general design that it's it's got like low ceilings. It's very reminiscent of the the Hollywood Improv to me, which was another fun place to perform. it's just intimate. The tables and the seats are close together, and the the ceilings are low, and the acoustics are good. Uh, that's probably two. And then third, it's not there anymore, but I started off as a house MC for Ray Combs' comedy club. Do you know who Ray Combs is? Uh, sounds familiar. I can't picture him right off the top of my head. He used to be the host of Family Feud, but he yes. started off as the warm-up comic for Johnny Carson. Yes. So before yes. Johnny would come guy. out, he comes out and gets the, yeah, gets the crowd going. Yeah, short guy, blonde hair. Yeah, he's from Cincinnati. So okay. he had a club here when I was – first starting out no, two people I, from Cincinnati. so yeah so i started off as a house mc for his club so um that room was a lot of fun to work it's not there anymore but that mm-hmm. room was and it's probably because i also kind of started like really learned my chops there um 
Worst place was that hell gig in Altoona. That was just coming up that way made it. It was a good show, but not how worst I think it? I ever did. You know, my uh, actually, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I, I opened for. Do you know who uh, John Witherspoon is? Yes. Okay, I was opening for him, and didn't nobody give a fuck about Dan that night. Let me tell you, <laughs> it was just literally like I should have just walked up and been like, "My name is Dan. I'm your MC. I'm not even gonna bother to do material because I know y'all don't give a shit. <clears throat> You're waiting for him, so let me just bring him out. That's what I should have done." You know, before before Tom Papa was big, he I watched him open up for Carrot Top, and nobody could give a fuck less about Tom Papa at Carrot Top. Right. I mean, it's a, it's tough opening for big name good, dudes. You know? Was this pre-steroids, Carrot Top? Yes, way okay. pre-steroids. He yeah. looks kind of scary these days. He's I hear he's a super nice guy, but he is. I he saw is. a picture of him, and I'm like, you just always look surprised, dude. Like, I don't, you know. Hey, whatever. Did, did, oh, does he do steroids, show. or is he just like a... He put on a great show. I mean, just really... No, uh, really I, shows. He builds all that stuff. Like he put on a performance. Like he builds was, all that stuff, though. He builds yeah, all I mean, that it himself. Was theater, you know. I mean, it wasn't. Just, oh yeah. I mean, it was theater that he was doing. Doing what he does is not easy. No, God no. no. As a comic, I you know, there's some stuff, like I, uh, like I like Sinbad. I envy that he can work the way he works and appeal to people age eight to like 87. Me, oh, yeah, not absolutely. so much. Absolutely. I mean, my voice tells you right away. Moves around a lot. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I hear people like, like make fun of uh, Carrot Top. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, you I, I just think he looks surprised all the time. But he did get like stacked. Blue. I like Magic Axe. I saw Penn and Teller in Vegas. They were pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, ended up like in the third row for that show, which was pretty. It was kind of cool. When you come into the show, they have this big trunk. And you're allowed to go on stage and inspect it. Yeah. Right? So right. everybody's up there kind of knocking on it and, you know, looking underneath and all this shit and looking at the floor. And right. So then everybody sits down and the show starts. And I, I think it's the big guy come Penn comes out. Penn. Yeah. Penn and yeah. And he comes out and he introduced, you know, hello, welcome to the show, blah, blah, blah. And then he has an assistant him and they come out and they cover this. He builds the box while he's talking to you, covers the box for two, not even two seconds. And the fucking little guys there, like, bam, it's crazy. <laughs> and you're like, I just look, there's no way, like, unless he was shot by a jet or something. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the, the thing is up in no time and down, and he's like outside the box, like, hello. Scotty, beam like, him down. <laughs> they were they were amazing to watch. And I saw Seinfeld in Vegas at a bachelor party with a friend of mine. No, oh, okay. Did he perform that was wild. <laughs> no, no. Or is he getting lappies? No, no. Hey, this what's was the deal with these people getting married. <laughs> I'll tell you, it was it was funny the way he opened his show. I was uh, it was a lesson in comedy. What's the um, deal with this groom? He walked out, and this was in I think it was at Caesars, and he walks out on stage. I'll never forget his opener. I don't remember much of the show, but I'll never forget his opener. He goes, he goes, I'm X amount of years old. I forget how old he was at the time. I considerably younger than he is um he goes i'm x amount of years old um i'm married i have kids i think he's got kids he says if you don't have any of this stuff you're not going to relate to anything that i have to talk about tonight right yeah kills and then he proceeds to just destroy you 
Yeah. I have I have zero in common with that, and destroyed me for the next hour. It was unreal. Nice, it was nice. unreal. But the opener was just so like you're not gonna get a lot of this, and and then it just from there like he just pulls you in. He was just a master at doing it. It was wild to watch him work. Oh, that's so, cool. Like kind of like watching Tim. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember I was working with Tim. This is kind of a funny Tim Wilson. This is a terrible story to tell. Do you know who the <laughs> This is kind of a horror story as a comic. I like to write some topical stuff, you know, every now and again, just to keep my act fresh. You know, a joke you can do for you know, a couple sure. weeks, a month, maybe, yeah, and then it's gone. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. It keeps you sharp. Because a lot of my act is, uh, how do I say, like, some uh, of it I hasn't like changed in a long set, time. And then that's what I do for the rest of the uh, forever. Uh, no, yeah, not so completely, like, but yeah, I mean. I like I know, stuff. No, I like I know, stay up. Stay I know what I know what works, you know what I mean? Like, and I have certain jokes that I like to tell or whatever. And so this was a time, Payne Stewart, the golfer, you remember him? He died in a plane crash. Okay. Yes, okay. Yeah. And I'm working, yeah. I'm working in Columbia, I think it's Columbia, Missouri, with Tim Wilson. Uh, and on the, way, on the way there, I had been, wrote, wrote a joke. I said, what did he say before he hit the ground for... You know, kind of just really bad. <laughs> I had one, I had a hat like what he used to wear with me, and I was like, anybody lose a hat? You know, and I put it on really bad. Yeah. So did I'm you? doing jokes, and they're killing it. I'm yeah, killing yeah. it the first I'm night. It's I not funny. Did two shows. I think it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday gig. And I come off stage after the second show that night. Um and I'm, it's the first time I've kind of met Tim. I met him that earlier when we were, we both kind of arrived. Uh, yeah. We stayed at the same hotel, but not a condo. So we both arrived at, at the place, the venue, roughly the same time to get our hotel information, all that fun shit. So we kind of right. briefly introduced each other. And I'd heard a lot about him. I mean, I, it's not like I didn't know who Tim Wilson was. And um, so I'm kind of really looking forward to hanging out with him after the show. Mm -hmm. So he's sitting at the bar, the show's over, sitting at the bar, everything's kind of, calms down a little bit and we're finally able to sit out and have a drink and he goes hey man I, I don't know if you know this but uh you might not want to be doing them Payne Stewart jokes and I go well, why is that he goes Payne Stewart's from here he goes how you doing and then he looks at me and he goes he goes do you play golf too man i love the delivery with it and he goes he goes do you play golf and i go yeah he goes how the fuck do you not know that Payne stewart's from columbia missouri <laughs> and i said well i mean i know who he is like and we were both kind of laughing i mean having a real good laugh about it actually he and i went and played golf later that weekend <laughs> hey man but I'll never forget that again. He goes, you might want to lay off them jokes. He says, I'm not saying they're not funny. They are. <laughs> I'm not but you saying might not want to do them they here. Are. I was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, okay. So, <laughs> Wrong menu. Know your, yeah. know your crowd. Know your yeah. audience. Oh, I'll never <laughs> forget that as long as I live. Yeah. And he you whispered it. Get up and run out of the fucking club crying. <laughs> 
I was like, yeah, I don't think I'll be doing this tomorrow night. He goes, do them somewhere else. Does don't do them here. Yeah, like, okay. that would the best. Like his wife gets up, runs out of the room. That's crowd that's exactly like, what he said. Ladies and gentlemen, his show wife. You what kind of, show you what kind of a guy he is. That's exactly what he said. He said, you don't know her wife could his wife could be in the audience. Yeah. yeah. I go, but right. it just happened like four days ago. What in the fuck would she be doing at a comedy show? <laughs> I mean, shouldn't she be more? The Jew in me came out. I was you like, shouldn't better, she be mourning? I mean, yeah. really, her friends probably really? took her out. You know, comedy will make you feel better. Right, right, right. Four days after your husband hits the ground in an airplane. Okay, yeah. Remember when your husband yeah, died? Those are shitty ago? friends. Dude, uh, the two of me comes out there. Those Bart. are shitty friends. It's just, just yeah, just take her out to the club, get her a little drunk. She'll forget all about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, four days after. Okay. <laughs> he laughed when I said that. He goes, you got a point? And I go, yeah, well. You're right, though. I didn't realize he's from here, and I look like a real asshole doing this. So. <laughs> and then the next, the guy who owned the room, you're a dick. You're the guy a who, dick. the guy who owned the room, owned a car dealership, Dan and came Freeman's up. A he came up to me the next day, and he goes, he goes, hey, I just want you to know, all my sales guys were telling those Payne Stewart jokes at work today. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. And then a really kind of cool thing about that story. Somebody told me my story about myself on the road one time. Like, yeah. this is why you don't make fun of, like, uh, like I don't usually. That was the weird thing about that whole situation. I don't normally, like, something tragic, I don't try and write a joke about it right away. Like, you know, right. there's, yeah. there's, you know, it's like 9-11 <laughs> taught you that. You know what I'm Give saying? Give more like, than four days. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. And, and I was, I forget who it was. It was somewhere on the road doing excuse me some one night or somewhere somebody goes did you ever hear the story about the guy who told the Payne Stewart joke four days after he died in his hometown <laughs> and I looked at him and I go you're fucking talking to the guy and he was like oh shit and, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I told him the Tim Wilson story we're pretty it's, close to each other yeah yeah, yeah it was that was wild totally happened Tim once, Wilson cool. told me so you can get more Tim Wilson in, in one nighter. So guy had words of wisdom. I mean, he was so cool about telling me that. Like he could have just been a dick and let me do the jokes all weekend, you know. <laughs> That's very funny. That's fucking awesome. So I'm trying to think if there's any other kind of crazy. I did lose a gig once to a broken down car. That's not really nothing bad about them. The car just broke and the guy's like, Well, I'll cancel you, and then he never gave me work again. <laughs> I called one booker one time to ask him about work and he goes stop leaving such fucking long messages on my and he leaves this really long message on my machine yeah and then and then I'm like I called him back and he's like he even said something like hey um you know I'll call you or whatever but he left a long message like I do so I called him back and I was like so are you gonna book me or what that message is really long and you, you never told me <laughs> <laughs> comics do weird shit man we do yeah. weird things well you know you, you try you try things all you can do is try things and in your head in your head it's funny oh and, yeah and appropriate but and, and appropriate, yeah. you know it's like is this and, and there's that line there it's like huh. should i and then sometimes you do and it's bad and then sometimes you do and it's really good right and, yeah, you it's a fine know, line, like, man. Yeah. I grew up listening to like Carlin and Lenny Bruce and 
Uh, I grew up buying comedy records. That's the one thing I think a lot of people too. I, if we ever do another one nighters like follow up, which I buy my comedy records tonight. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Which, we, got, we got Pryor, we got Carlin. Oh and nice. I grew up. I know. I know he's taboo now, but God damn it, I grew up on Bill Cosby albums, and they were fan fucking. Oh no, I grew up. I was a co- I like the way Cosby could tell stories, oh, especially God, yeah. all those stories he tried thing. to tell and after roofing why... and raping women. I mean, you know, those are some serious know, fucking that, stories. Like, say you take say you take that part of the scenario out you know no, he was still a masterful writer there's no question yes yes yeah. god you know and like but he was just a shitty individual I, like, I think that's why i like when i when i make people laugh i like to tell i tell a story right right you know and then i bring the story around you know or, and i'll throw some jabs in when i'm doing it and just i love nothing better than just like setting a room like fucking i have a lot of comics who tell me i should just tell stories on stage and stop writing jokes I just thought of something really funny, but I didn't want to say it because it was very inappropriate. See, in my, in, my, in my head, in my head, in my head, it was funny. It was funny. I, oh, uh, I've, got a, I've got a Hitler. I, I was just going to say, oh, Dan, I got to tell you this now. I was just going to no, say, no, this, no. just because he was a bad person doesn't mean he was good at what he was doing. <laughs> but, of course, Dan's the only fucking Jewish person I'm talking to right now. So he's the one that... <laughs> right, you want to hear a funny story about that? <laughs> I'm working. Do you know who Daryl Hammond is from Saturday Night yeah, Live? Yes, yes. Okay, so Daryl Hammond was the middle act. I forget who the headliner was. Um, we were all doing a show together and hanging out, and the headliner goes, hey, do you want to see the funniest cartoon you've ever seen in your life? And I was like, mm, sure, I'm cool. I wanted to draw comic books. I like drawing car- you know, video games, right. all that kind of art shit. And um, it was South Park's The Spirit of Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. And we laughed so hard at it. I predicted two two very crazy things in my life. Uh, the other one has to do with a play. Um, so long story short, I, when we were done, we watched it like three times because we were laughing so hard we couldn't right. like, hear everything. And when it was over, I said, that's going to be on TV one day. And I said it would be Cartoon Network. I was wrong about that. Right. But one of them says, no, it's too dirty. And I said, if you bleep it, it'll be even funnier. And to Dang, this day, yeah. 30 years later, that show's still on TV. Oh, and yeah. I saw Adam Lambert perform in Wicked when I lived in L.A. with my mother. Yeah. And at intermission, when you go out into the foyer, you know, and right. because he gets into the wine and, you know, I'm like, right. I'm like, I'm going to go smoke. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so um, everybody in that foyer was talking about this kid on stage who could sing unbelievably and a few people who I got into a conversation with, we all were like, you know, that guy should sing for Queen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he ended up on American Idol. And then years later, of course. Right. Which yeah. is just kind of wild. Like, that's too kind of like weird. Do, 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 do. Yeah. You know? Oh, shit. I heard that's where he became gay. No, I think he was probably way there. I don't, yeah, what? I don't think yeah, he was that before. Watch the doc. Watch the documentary on Netflix. Oh, oh all right. Because I thought as you go into theater and then. Uh, and hey, I, 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 shameless I, plug time. Speaking of documentaries. Yes. <laughs> one nighters. Everybody on YouTube, see one nighters. It's fantastic. It's free. Sometimes you got to go back about five minutes because it starts really weird. But I'm actually going to be redesigning my website, so I'm going to make a whole page kind of devoted to the film within yeah. my website. So I'm a tech nerd. I worked in a game business for 15 years. So. Yeah, that's what um, you said. That's what you yeah, said. Yeah, I worked yeah. on some good, really good games, and worked on a couple shitty ones. Um, 
Did you want to like Nobody I'm knows sorry? how good the game Ratatouille is, and it's fan fucking fantastic, and nobody ever talks about it. No, but as a comic, and if you're an old school gamer, you'll appreciate. I worked on one of the Leisure Suit Larrys. Oh, did you oh. really? Yes, I did. Wow. Except right. it was, it was, it was kind of funny. Did you make funny. the dart noises? Is that what you did? No, no, no. I tested. Did you say nice try, Tabitha? I, no, I made sure Artie wasn't sounding fucked up on heroin on the recordings and stuff like that. <laughs> That's like, uh, I'm trying to think. Give me a second. I'll look it up here. I'll tell you which one it was. I can spell leisure. Because of that. Because By of the that, way, to get ready for this show today, I started smoking pot at like four. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, his wife gave me an edible a little bit ago, and I'm really feeling it. <laughs> oh, nice. Leisure suit, Larry. See, games. I'm trying to think of which one it was. Oh, I'm fine. Just I'll tell you here in a second. It was Leisure Suit Larry Box Office Bust. Oh, okay. And it had a lot of phallic symbols in it, like the trees and shit were shaped like penises. We used to say it was it should be called Leisure Suit Larry's Land of the Dicks. Because that's kind of like, it's a fun game that was cool. And if you ever do any of the racing challenges, ah, and they work, you can thank me. Um, that I, was I kind of a neat game. people Tabitha because of that. Or using their, their middle name as Tabitha. Like if it's a guy. Well, I'll be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Matthew Tabitha Stob. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> now, do you guys know anything about games, or are you not gamers? Uh, you know, no. I, I'm not really a big gamer. I okay. I, I love to play Fair Halo. Enough. I played the shit out of Halo. I've got a PlayStation I played, Three, but and I it's said, more of a Blu-ray player. That fucking right on. that that Ratatouille game. Like people don't know it, but it's one of the funnest goddamn. I played games it. Ever I think played. it's a. I think it's what we call a platformer. And I was, jump and from it's shit tough. To shit. It's a hard game. I was like yeah. Resident Evil. Uh, uh, driver that was like one of my favorite games on PlayStation 2 when it came out. What was the one I did? Uh, yeah. I worked on a lot of Call of Duties. Oh, yeah, I, was, I, uh, yeah. I worked on like a lot. Yeah, I've got Call of Duty. Yeah, I've got I used to... Modern Warfare for PS3. <laughs> he said duty. <laughs> said duty. You want to hear something weird? At one yeah. at a couple times, I was in the top 1200 in the world in Call of Duty like several years ago. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Just for the record, that's never gotten me laid. Just so you know. <laughs> didn't get my dick sucked <laughs> once. Five words that are never going to get a guy laid. You know, I am good at video games. You're even too high. Just go for a blowjob, man. Why are you yeah. even trying? It's like, I don't know. Five games, like, never going to get you laid. Five words. I am good at video games. You know what five words will get you laid? I have a retirement plan. There That's going to get you laid. Yes, I have a 401k. I have used that line before. I've got money. There you go. Can we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I Some people are watching right now like, hey, uh, hey uh, I, I wonder if he's got a retirement plan. Folks, I'm good at video games. That, that there sucks. you go. I, uh, my friends hired a magician. And I live in my mom's basement. <laughs> Uh, kicking your kicking your ass I from got down a below. Dick and I get off quick. Kicking Come your on. ass from down below, baby. My uh, playing with one hired a magician for their daughter's ninth birthday party. There it and is. And I was so stoned during this whole thing. And I went up to him. I'm like, oh my god, that was amazing. And I'm like, can, I, I love magic. I'm like, can you teach me something? He goes, uh, do you like getting laid? And I go, yeah. He goes, don't learn magic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he started off as a magician with Johnny Carson. Is okay. that right? I believe wow. he started off doing magic, and so did Steve Martin. Wow! Oh. Steve Martin's one of my favorites. I, lo I love. Steve my, 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 I have some stories. Some, I guess you could say that would be like 
I had a write up one time. They described me as a uh, like an I don't want to say I, I kind of like an edgy Seinfeld or a because uh, I can be a little edgy. Um, I uh, yeah, I guess that's probably the best way to des- oh, describe I- what I do. <laughs> I, I love I love Steve Martin. He like one of my. But favorites. some of it's silly. Like I like silly shit. Well, too. that was the thing. And he said he's like he's like once a, he's like everybody's so dark right now because of Vietnam and everything's so political. He goes and when that's over, I'm gonna be there. I'm <laughs> right. gonna be waggy like Grandpa. <laughs> I had that out. I think I still have that album. Oh, you want to get here. small, man? <laughs> I have the one with King Todd on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm sitting I was just sitting at home last night doing sense. terrible things to my cat with a fork. With a fork. Like, oh. <laughs> lady next to me says, do you mind if I smoke? And I said, I don't know. Do you mind if I fart? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'd given it up one time, but I gained a lot of weight. <laughs> then I remember. At work did we hear that rubber biscuit? Rubber no, it, biscuit. Was like, it was like three times, four times a day, maybe on this XM. Hey, wow. Hey, <laughs> No, are, are you a Python fan? Do you like that kind of comedy and stuff too, or no? What's that? Do you like like Python and Cheech and Chong? Oh God, yeah, like shit like I've been that. Watching, uh, I've been watching on, um, God damn it, the guy who played House. Oh, Hugh Laurie. Hugh yeah. Laurie. Him and How another the fuck guy. Do I know that? Uh, him and another guy. Um, they. If you ever need like a lifeline on who wants to be a millionaire, you can jot my number down. I know. All kinds of useless shit. Yeah, exactly. makes me any fucking money, but I know like <laughs> crazy well, stupid. Uh, like, you know, kind of bar trivia. Yeah, uh, yeah. I won, we won last week actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brian Laurie, look up Brian Laurie on YouTube, and it's uh, it's it's kind of like a Monty Python. It's an English comedy, and it's fucking fantastic. It's very Python-ish. Uh, right on, right on. Yeah, it's got Roland Atkinson is in it a couple times. Oh, you know, nice. I mean, it's like. It's got like a lot of uh, Roland Atkinson. I just watched his, his new movie. He's like a house oh. sitter or whatever. Yeah, it's him against the bee. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, you know, him. you know, we were you were talking about your wife's going out to get some albums or something tonight. Yeah. Like, I've always felt like, how do I say this? Like everybody's always so worried about what they look like. Is my hair good? What should I fucking wear? If you, what you're saying is funny. Yeah. None of that shit matters. Yeah, and no, it, it I've always. I've always thought like like a lot of times like even when I'm in shows I don't necessarily watch the comic on stage but I kind of look down and listen like I'm listening to my old records back in the yeah, day. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, in fact, a buddy of mine just recorded an album. His name's Bruce Leonard. I'll have to forward you his intro. Really funny cat. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, please do. Yeah. You would you'd like you'd like Bruce. Bruce is really funny. You know, it, we kind of sound it, alike. It, it, He's a little know, more raspy. I'm going to say this right now so I don't forget. Um, it is such a compliment. For you to say that like right off the bat like i'm going to forward you uh his information which yeah. that, that, that's an extreme compliment to me and i and i think that what's that what's that his leg is shaking under the table He's my leg's excited. always shaking i got add <laughs> he just recorded an album i sadly i i work for the board of elections i run a polling place oh god i probably just got in trouble yeah. you know it's um, great you know it's great <laughs> Everybody out I there, I'm telling dick this jokes. Is the fucker that's running your polling. <laughs> this fucker here, that's not he's it. running your polling place. Okay, so yeah, my number's always matching. In. The shit's on Cincinnati. the other so. 
Shit's on the up and up. Our numbers always yeah, wait, match. Where's Trump missing votes from there? There's no fraud there. <laughs> no, that's uh. No, I'm fucking Democrat. So no, I was I was doing that all the last couple of days, and I also like teach too. So um, yeah, I I was teaching classes at the board, and um, unfortunately, it's I was working a lot, and I just I kind of came home and passed out and missed his show. But I saw a little bit of it. A friend of mine streamed some of it for me. And it's uh, he's really funny, man. So I'd like to oh, forward. Awesome. Yeah, he's got do. stuff to promote. And, please do. You know. Absolutely. I, I would love, I'm thinking I would of becoming a streamer. This kind of shit's all right. I, I don't know how I can make my Xbox work with an iPad and not crash the whole. Why? Like right now, this is the only thing I'm using to make sure that like I'm not like I'm not like watching porn in the like late 80s you know where it's with dial up and you see the guy he's like <laughs> you know what i mean like I, yeah yeah me me i used to say the difference between like born on the internet now and back then is back then you used to get to see somebody get ready to get laid <laughs> Yeah, all I used to dial up. This is no shit. Like, like back in eighties, like eighties, oh, like, oh, you had to watch porn on a fucking like eight millimeter reel to reel. You know, like uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. My now that's before my time. Dad had like a like, and she found like a a, a shit ton of her dad's porn. <laughs> oh wow! And we're having a party. We're having a party, you know, and they're on vacation. Like we got the nine, we got the eight millimeter. Uh, Oh, wow. no, like, that must be really awkward when you need to put it when someone's coming in, you well, need to put it away real quick. Well, oh, here's, <laughs> here's the thing like, you had to watch it all as a group, you had to watch it all as a group. And you know what? Bringing this back around, bringing this back around. That's the first time I came myself. Uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> it's always that your buddy's, your buddy's dad's like, Yeah, my dad's divorced, you know, he's got a back of nudes this high. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh. Everyone's in the fucking each individual bathroom. Yeah, my, yeah. My, my uncle had egg crates and each one uh, holding up his bed. He had egg crates holding up his bed. And under every, uh, yeah, really? uh, oh, wow, that's big weird. boys and that's... hustlers and shit underneath. Holy shit. Jackpot, jackpot when you're 16. So I'm yeah. 51 now. It's kind of they and, said like as you get older, your sex drive goes down and it, so you had a lot true. of weed and a lot of nudie magazines. I like that guy. Oh, your uncle sounds like a cool dude. My uncle was a dentist and put the fear of needles into me. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle got me high and taught me what pussy was. So he did teach me how to play craps. Oh, there you go. And my other uncle That's taught me a lot about cars. Fun. Your so, uncle sucked, Dan. Your yeah. uncle sucked. Yeah, he taught me a well, Video games and, uh, and pussy. Yeah, video games and pussy. Well, my that's the two games. words that really aren't. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't go together. In the same yeah. sentence yeah. in any that's fucking capacity. <laughs> we, uh, my buddy was was uh, gonna, or one of my coworker was gonna house it for our boss, and I was at his house first. And he comes over, kids. He's twenty five years old. He's like, he's got his Xbox in his hand, sets it down, and I'm like, you brought your Xbox? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, it'll look fucking awesome on the 75-inch TV. Hell yeah, it would. He's got a duffel bag, pulls out a fucking computer monitor. He's like, you kidding me? He's like, I can't play, I can't do this video game on this thing. Apparently, uh, you'll die quicker without, if you don't have like a super good resolution or something. You probably know all this shit. But I'm like, uh, you, you probably get nah, that was, that was, that was a young kid using his technological expertise to confuse the fuck out of somebody older than him. That's all that was. <laughs> like, like, yeah. 
Are you yeah. stupid, man? Are you stupid? Yeah. You're going to die yeah. twice as fast because the resolution's right. not going right. to keep up with right. it. Resolution doesn't have shit, shit to do with shit. It could. Okay. Like, I, okay, like so, I knew what the fuck he was talking about. So actually, in a weird sort of way, yes and no. From a technical standpoint, I used to sell electronics. I used to sell digital signage and stuff. Technically, resolution also allows you, how do I say? In a game, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make shadows crisper. It's going to make... Uh, so the higher the resolution, when you're looking off in the distance, at least in a shooter, you might be able to see somebody hiding in a fucking bush. Right, yeah. right. As opposed to, like, if you're playing in, like, 4K as opposed to 1080. If that makes any sense. Still a pussy. I don't care. But that's it. Yeah, but stand and it's frame rate. It's great. Oh, I'm not gonna get it. I'm, I'm an electronics dude. So I like, play a lot of Madden. So I'm a football nerd. So <laughs> I'm thinking of. I'm not thinking. I'm probably gonna set up a Twitch channel, uh, and start doing some streaming, and we'll oh, see how that goes in, in the Madden community, if you will. Yeah, send me the link, and then I'll send it. I'll put it out on mine too. No, you, you don't want to. This is nerd, total nerd. This is me yelling at the fucking TV. This isn't. This is like like a really bad color guy. Just, like I throw an interception. Are you, you shitting me? You. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. I don't know if they're they're gonna want to hear me doing my best upset Vince Scully. Remember, Scully, you know remember what I mean? when Mr. Holiday was cool and he didn't promote Twitch fuckers? Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> that Dan guy's playing video games again. <laughs> the thing is, is I don't really want to use a camera, though. All these streamers. I'm not looking to get rich or doing anything like that with it. I just want to kind of like help. Yeah, everybody hates members. that, Dan. Everybody no, no, hates no, that. No, no, no. There's I'm not, out there that are I making know, more making money than me. Millions, it's insane. Millions. So. Yeah, no, there are some dudes like buying houses and shit like yeah i play minecraft like you're gonna be fucking I kidding this me. with a bitcoin no. yeah i mean <laughs> i mean there's there's crazy niches out there for games it's the new timothy leary was right he said that video games were the were like the next stepping stone to after hallucinogens and he's completely Did right timothy leary said that yes well obviously they've never watched not necessarily i'm paraphrasing but i mean like how, how fucking old when did timothy leary die i don't know I'm old, but I'm well. I mean, I'm not that got, old, but I'm well. Right. I got, yeah, it was in the '80s. It was in the. I got yes, it yeah. was in the '80s. So Atari was out. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This was before All we right. had what we have now. All right, All right. that's I'm what like, made it so prophetic. I'm, like, I'm thinking like, more modern. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Did how much acid have you done? There's a cowboy game called Red Dead Redemption. I play that every oh, yeah. now and again. Right. Yeah, go out online and fuck with people. That's fun. I'm real high level. I can be one of those people. <laughs> or if you harass me, I don't try to kill you, but I kill your horse. Because then you have to go all the way back to town to go get it. And if we're in the middle of fucking nowhere, it takes a while. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a dick. I'm colorblind, so most fucking like military games are a fucking nightmare for me. I well, you know they have shit. we have colorblind settings. I heard it. Somebody told me, but I'm not buying yeah. a fucking PlayStation Nine to well, <laughs> feed my I feel you there. for a half hour a week <laughs> just to play Spider Man and go. Eh, it was okay. I, yeah. I played a bad played a Batman game that was fun. <laughs> no, I played. Oh, there, Arkham Asylum was a great game. Oh, yeah, my daughter and I played Arkham yeah. Asylum. Yeah. That, that my game was phenomenal. That game yeah. was that game's replayable. Good, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, um, I'll tell you, I got a game. I I, I like the South Park games. Those are fun. Um, I had that for N64. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nintendo 64. I had the South Park game. They had a Nintendo 64 South Park game. Oh yeah. Really. Yep. I wonder what, what that looked like. Was it written by Matt and Trey or no? What's that? Was it written by Matt Stone and Trey Parker or no? The South Park game? Oh, yeah. 100% it was. 
Wow. Yeah. On Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look it up. N64. Yeah. The wow. stick. Of, okay. I have the stick of destiny. That's the one I have. That's a tough fucking game. Oh, you mean uh, stick of truth? Yeah. 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 Stick of truth is hard. So is the uh, what is it? Fractured butthole. Get it? Yeah. Fractured butthole. That's a tough game. I'm like, I'm like, I'm done. I'm not a good gamer at all. I'm like, I'm fucking out. I play some shooters. I play Call of Duty every now and again, and mostly I play like I worked on Tony Hawk games. Which Those, is are my, cool. yeah, those are my favorite when I was a kid. I did play a lot of Tony Hawk games. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk holds up, man. Those are great games. You look at so, this shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, how much is that shit on Amazon? Is that on Amazon? No, this is, it's a used one for 37 bucks. On wow. DK Oldies. Yeah. It was, Holy it was almost shit. like Bond. Remember how Bond was set up? Yeah, how, how you just see like the gun in front of you or whatever. It was, it was almost like that, and then you pick up things, and they had like this little laser thing, and you'd shoot these cows, and they go up to. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it used, I think it used the same engine, maybe. I um, in fact, one of the uh, games that I remember I loved from that system was a Star Wars game. I can't remember the name of it, but he flew ships. Oh yeah, the Rebel. Yeah, Star Wars. The so right. Rebel Assault or yeah, some Rebel shit. Assault, yeah. I think that was now. Cool. I do remember playing Doom when it came out. One of my biggest prides in my gaming career, if you will, as it were, for all the games I tested. I had played Doom when it came out on, like, PC, and then I got a Sega, and I got the fucking thing that goes in the top just so I could play Doom. And then years later, when I was working uh, at Activision, I got to test and get my name into the original. They They bought the license, if you will. They bought the game. And then they turned it into Xbox Arcade game, and I was part of the four-man test team on that game. So nice. I got my name when you watch the credits with the old, it's old school Doom, like Doom 1 and 2. Just you yeah. can play them on your Xbox, if you will. And uh, yeah, I got my name in there. I was pretty, that's pretty weird to like play yeah, a game and then cool. 20 years wow. later get your name in it. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. That was wild. Awesome. All right, brother. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up. We're an hour and 16 uh-huh. in. Yeah. Is that good? That's what happens when we're, we're having fun. No, I have fun. I, anytime, man. Anytime. Yeah. Can you That's do more? Like, can can you gonna, do more gonna, than one person? What's that? Can you could could like me and Phil be on together on here? Absolutely. Can you do that show? Oh, oh absolutely. that'd be dope. All right. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fucking great. Yeah, we'll to... make, it's gonna be like probably you go know, because you can't do it like right, right, right. Like yeah, give it like a month or two, and absolutely yeah, yeah. we'll have you back. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if we can't together. coordinate that. Yeah, that'd be fan. Fuck, I, I'd fucking love that. That'd be that'd be fun. Yeah, God, and then awesome. uh, I will forward you my buddy's uh, info tomorrow. Um, please do, please. Do. I'll tell you what. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, hold on to that just for a minute. Uh, and thank you for having me, by the way. You're you're so fucking welcome. Yeah. And what I'm going to do is very I'm grateful. Gonna, thank can you. Can I end this? I'll I'll end the broadcast, but we'll still see each other, and okay. we'll hang out, and we'll shoot the shit for just a minute or two after that, and because uh, I, I think we've made some new friends. <laughs> cool. And I hope I'll send you my own made some new friends too. And absolutely, look at One Nighters. It's on YouTube. This guy's a fucking beast. He's fucking fantastic. Phil Perrier is fucking fantastic. You see these all these these great fucking classic comedians. And and too bad you can't see Timmy Wilson again. He's he's not with us anymore. But you can you can see him on One Nighters. See him on One Nighters. And uh, everybody, uh, again, if you like a podcast, if you're not going to give us money, you cheap. Fuckers, uh, you do have the device in your hand. Uh, rate, review, go to iTunes or, or I, Apple Podcasts and at least leave a review. Leave a review. It helps out so much. 
share, share, share this episode with everybody. And from a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this has been my worst holiday. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>